welcome to Healthy Perspectives with Jeremiah, a podcast that brings you current social and cultural issues through a clinical lens. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, all kinds of places to look for us. Please like and subscribe on any of them or all of them. We also love interacting with our audience, so join us on all the social platforms such as LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and many more. All right, all right. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. I am, I'm actually, okay, so I had some technical difficulties. And so, uh, you know, I get to restate some of the things that I've already gone through once. Um, there's kind of an exciting part of that is that I tend to get more efficient uh, when I have done something for a second time. So uh, we'll see how that works for you. But thanks for joining us. This is going to be interesting. Hopefully those technical difficulties don't resurface and cause me to start over a third time. I tend to get a little impatient. I don't know if you can feel me on that one, but you know, it gets tough, you know, trying to, trying to get a message out, trying to be helpful and uh, having to spend extra time, energy or resources than I was anticipating uh, can be difficult. I've already put a bunch of work into this and now I'm redoing it. So I right, look today, I'm going to probably be looking down a little bit more. If you're watching on rumble or YouTube, you're going to notice that because I have a plethora of notes. Uh, the, this is a, a tough topic. I'm going to use the, uh, the current, uh, news that, you know, that had Joe Biden went to Kiev instead of, uh, or not instead of necessarily, but prior to visiting Palestine, Ohio. And there's, it's getting a lot of press out there. And, you know, I think rightfully so. And the reason for, as a therapist, it will become really clear as I go through what this means, right? Like it's, it's really easy to look at this from a political lens and say, there's political reasons behind it. Yeah, there is, but you know, there's a, there's a lens we also need to take a, account of, and that is priorities, right? These messages that are being sent are confusing, are, you know, is, is our, situation in Ukraine more important than our situation in Palestine, Ohio. You know, some could argue yes, some could argue no, like we could see both sides of that. And these are our people, our brothers and sisters, our aunts and uncles, our nieces and nephews, our friends. These are our people that right now are having a tough time. So I'm going to go over some things about priorities and I'm going to use this as an opportunity for us to explore and learn maybe in a different way than we have in the past. Again, being a, uh, a, a cultural awareness podcast, one that, that looks at different cultural issues and attempts to help people see things more clearly in their day to day, their life. You know, I have to hit these hard topics. Sometimes these, these are where the work can happen. So, whether you mean to create clear priorities or not, and this is a, a direct message to our White House, our, our politicians, your priorities become very clear to everyone around you, especially in chaotic situations, crises, things like this. So in the very recent past, for those of you who've been following along or haven't been following along, I'm going to give you a, a quick synopsis. Uh, synopsis. 
wow, my tongue, synopsis, uh, summary. Uh, the summary goes like this. Joe Biden takes a trip to Kiev. Weeks, a couple of weeks after, I believe it was a couple of weeks after the train derailment in Palestine, Ohio, where you know they ended up burning off this chemical and causing all kinds of issues. Of course, they're trying to prevent issues, I think, I hope. Um, we don't know, right? Like, you know, I haven't done the scientific research. So, you know, you're not going to get the science of it from me today. Uh, what you're going to get from me today is this uh, psychological, sociological look, this therapeutic look at uh, this situation and what it can tell us from a therapeutic lens. All right. So at the same time as that happens, you know, tens of thousands of Americans are battling this unexpected derailment. And I say tens of thousands. That's pretty conservative. I know. Right. Like the town itself is only a few hundred people, I think, if I remember correctly, when I looked at the population. Um, the, the, the neighboring towns though, are also going to be affected. And, you know, it, it's not too far going East before you run into, you know, places like Greenville, Troy, and Dayton, Ohio. Now Dayton has a lot of people. Um, it's not a giant city, but it's got 130 something thousand people or somewhere or there, thereabouts. I mean, that's not a small place. All right. So Yes, there is some potential fallout from this because, you know, the president decided to go to Kiev and did not choose yet, at least as of this moment, to go to Palestine, Ohio. So as someone who understands that life can and will and must go on, right? I sit with people in my office all the time who are struggling with crises or, you know, different kinds of challenges, you know, the loss of somebody or, you know, a traumatic situation, uh, you know, a play, a, they've been a victim of something. Um, you know, I, I, I sit with these people and the truth is life must go on. So, you know, is it, is it foolish to go to Kiev? I mean, not necessarily, but I don't look at that as a therapist. I look at the priorities to go to Kiev prior to going to Palestine, Ohio. That's a big deal. And let's be real. That is what a lot of people are talking about. I'm talking about people on the left, the right, like down the middle. They're talking about what's up with the priorities? What does this tell us about our president, our current administration? And we're going to dig into that a little bit. And I'm going to give you a therapeutic glimpse as to what I would do if the president were my client. Uh, or the administration was my client. Because it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear to me as a therapist, uh, you know, where I would go with this content. So I understand that life will go on. And I want to pause for a moment. And I want to first acknowledge the pain and the suffering that is happening right now to those folks in Ohio. The pain and suffering is real. If they're, you know, if they're at the site or if they're near the site or if they're downwind or downstream from the site, there's a real pain and suffering that's going on right now. Now, I wish I could do more and I'm going to get to number two here in just a second. But the reality is uh, there's only a limited amount that I can do. I have a limited time, a little bit limited energy and a limited resources. And, you know, I, I would do more if I knew more of what I could do and I had the means to do it. That being said, I also want to acknowledge all of the Americans that would probably fall into that same category. It's like, 
you know, our heart goes out to the people, but what can I do? Right? Like my resources are pretty tapped at the moment. Uh, you know, my time, I'm giving you that right now. I'm drawing attention to it because I want my, uh, my, my, you know, fellow Americans that are in Ohio in, in the middle of pain and suffering. I want them to at least know that I, I'm doing the best that I know how right now. And if there's something more that I can do, if having one of you on the podcast would help and you find this somehow and you want to, you want to join me, I'll absolutely, uh, you know, make space for you and, and, and try to create that, um, you know, if there's something else you think that I can do, please let me know. I will do the best that I can and the best that I know how within my limited time, energy, and resources. All right. Um, that is not an excuse. That is me reaching out my hand and saying whatever I can do that's reasonable. And, you know, it's not going to destroy, you know, the, my family and my world around me. Uh, I will do that. And I think a lot of Americans would as well. We just need to know, we need somebody to point us in the right direction. That's what I would suggest. And so I, I offer that, uh, you know, if somebody has a good idea, send it my way. I'll definitely consider it. The third thing, or the second thing was, uh, you know, the acknowledging that, that others are in the same boat. Uh, the third is I want to acknowledge all of those who have gone there, who have sent aid in the form of, you know, cleanup supplies or, or money or whatever it is, because these people that right now are fellow Americans that are in pain and suffering right now, you know, like they're going to need some help. Some of these people probably invested everything they have earned in their life into, you know, getting a farm or getting a, a house or, or whatever in that space. And who's going to go in and buy it now? Right. Like they, to think about even starting over, like, where are they going to go? Right? They, they, you know, they have to start all over from nothing because they've sunk. And maybe they even have, you know, debt that's tied to that area. If they bought a house and it's not paid off. I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, maybe somebody will come in and say, hey, look, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll buy it from you at, at pre-derailment value. I mean, if somebody has the resources to do that, great, do that. Please help them if they want out. But uh, how many of us have those resources? I don't have those kinds of resources. So I want to acknowledge that there are people trying to help. There are politicians that have gone to that area. Thank you for making it known uh, and, and providing whatever comfort and support you can provide. But as a clinical podcast, let's talk about those priorities that we started with. That should have us asking some really important questions. Some really important questions like, is our administration representing the will of the people? To go to Kiev first versus to go to Palestine, Ohio first. That matters. That absolutely matters. So often in therapy, I sit with clients who are wrestling with things like, you know, I had my, I'm giving you this as an example. I had my, my best friend was in the hospital and I didn't know if they were going to make it. And at the same time, my, my brother or my sister or my mom or my dad, my uncle, somebody I'm close to in my family was in a different hospital and I had to make a choice. 
I don't know if I made the right choice. They're wrestling with it after the fact. Saying, did I make the right choice? Well, your choices paint a picture. Or in a situation like that, your lack of choices. If for some reason you freeze up and you go to neither because you just can't bring yourself to it. The fruit that you produce in that moment, I'm just telling you what it looks like. I'm not, I'm not passing the judgment. I just want you to understand the fruit that you produce in that moment is nothing. It looks like you're more concerned with your own emotional and physical safety in terms of like your, your ability to control your actions. Your, you're, you're so concerned that you just you can't do it. You freeze up. And you do nothing, the fruit that you produce in that looks selfish. I'm not saying it's right. It's just that's what it looks like from the outside. And let's be real. Your priorities become very clear to outsiders, oftentimes before they are even clear to you if you're not intentional. If you are intentional, you know you made a good decision or the best decision that is possible in a bad situation, which sometimes is a crappy decision but the only decision that makes sense. But that's if you know you have priorities. People that sit with me, they talk about things like, you know, they, they, you know, that family and friends thing, but they also talk about things like, well, God made us all one family, regardless of blood. And I go, okay, and you still have to make a decision. What's your decision? Right, like, what are you gonna do? If we don't establish that ahead of time, like as a president, if we don't establish our people are number one, because we have to be healthy in order to help anybody, then we end up in a situation like this. Unfortunately, that is the message that's being sent. Now, there's some alternative narratives, but the message that is clear at the moment is the American people, our citizens, are not as important as Ukraine right now. Now, I know Ukraine is going through some stuff. I am totally aware. And is their stuff significant? There's, there's more people dying in Ukraine than are dying in Palestine, Ohio. That's true. But the people are suffering in both places. People are suffering in both places. And the priorities are clear. For whatever reason, it was more important to go to Kiev. Unfortunately, it takes crises or challenges like this to determine our priorities if we haven't already decided. Right? Like, after this, maybe, you know, if, if, if the president does a good job, maybe he'll come up with, you know, clearer priorities. Right? If he's open and willing, the administration is open and willing to growth, they will adjust and make sure their priorities are stated clearly and lived out more consistently. I'll get to more of that here in a minute. So I want to I slow down and go back to the Biden thing. There's some possibilities here. Like I'm going to be transparent and, and tell you, like, I want you to know that I'm thinking this stuff through and you need to do the same thing. Right? Like we're citizens of the United States. We, we have to be participant citizens, not passive citizens, right? That's the model. It's possible that Joe Biden cares more about Ukraine than our citizens. 
And there's tons of ways to point at that and go, oh, well, yeah, that might make sense. You know, I know there's, there's a group of people who will point to, yeah, well, of course, because his son is involved in Ukraine. And so, you know, he's putting his, his personal family before the, the will of the country. And some people would argue that. That's a possibility. There's a possibility that he is truly growing concerned about Russia and their involvement in Ukraine and the possibility of a World War III. There's the, that's a real possibility. And maybe he believes that he is protecting you and me. That's a possibility. I don't know. I'm not in his head. But he is also not being very clear in his communication about it. There's a possibility that he's following directions instead of leading the way. Our president historically has led the way. They are the ones adjusting the priorities when the cabinet says, oh, well, you got to stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. And the president goes, well, actually, I was elected president and I'm going to adjust the course because right now our people need that. Our needs have shifted and changing course is sometimes the right thing to do. But there is the possibility that maybe he's not leading his executive branch. That's a possibility. Maybe he thinks the derailment's no big deal. Maybe he looked at the population size and he looked at what's downstream and downwind. Maybe he got a good briefing from a scientist who is, you know, has reassured him that this is not a big deal. I don't know if that's right or not. Like I said earlier, I am not doing the sciencey stuff in this one because I didn't look up the sciencey stuff, but that's a possibility. And there's many other possibilities. So with that, I want to say it's not my place to judge the president's decision in that way. It is my place as a therapist to assess what's happening. So I look at these hard times and I assess priorities and character of clients. That's what I do. Why do I do that? Because priorities, unfortunately, they become very, very clear in chaotic and crisis moments. They become very clear. It's so hard to hide your priorities when we have chaos. You just, you, you can't really do it. It's, the, it's, it's one of those telling features of a person's life, not what they do when the day is great, but what do they do when the day sucks? When they had to make hard decisions. You know, when, it, when there's easy decisions to make, man, like, I don't know, they, we, we, could, we can make the easy decisions because they're easy. But can you make the easy decisions when things are hard? Can you make the hard decisions when things are hard? That's a different ballgame. So as a therapist, uh, I'm, I'm not saying that I, I get excited for people's pain because that is not the case. But there is a certain level of enthusiasm and excitement that does come in hard situations because those produce generally the greatest view into what somebody really stands for. Not the easy times. So how do I do it? It's a good question if you're asking that. I hope you have been asking that. How do you do this, Jeremiah? Because we, we just want to know how. Well, I compare what they say with what they do. If somebody tells me that they're honest, but they come in and talk to me about all the lies they've been telling, I go, hmm, that doesn't fit. If somebody tells me they stand for the American people, which is what every president claims to represent, every single one of them, 
And then they don't show up when things are hard for our people. Do they really stand for what they said they stand for? That incongruence by itself raises the concern. Uh, I I don't know if, you know, maybe he made one of those hard decisions. And then, you know, he's like, I got to avoid World War III. I got to go do this. This is my priority because this protects our people the most. He's not telling us that, so we can't know that. But let's say that were the case. As citizens, it doesn't look like that's what's happening. It looks like you prioritized your 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 own selfish desires above the citizens of this country that's what it looks like from a distance the fruit that you're producing doesn't look like it's one where we are as a citizens we are the priorities so you know that incongruence that that is presented there is a concern i definitely if i had joe biden sitting in front of me as a you know as a therapist and a client i would be saying so Really, what is the priority? Are our people the priority? Or are we not the priority? That's a, it's a, it's a very simple question, but that, that's where I would start. When I come across incongruence like that, what I do with a client, I dig. I dig. I, you know, I come with compassion. I, I really work not to judge, but I dig. Why? Because somewhere in there, is a reasoning. It is an explanation for why you've chosen to respond in the way that you chose. Maybe your priorities are whack. Maybe your priorities are right on track. I don't know. But if we don't dig, we won't find out. And anytime your words and your actions don't line up, that incongruence creates a, a, a mistrust, a distrust, a, uh, a lack of relationship. It just interferes. Our words and our actions have to line up or our priorities are not clear to us. We are the ones who are confused in that situation when they don't line up and we got to get it. We got to get it right. And the, 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 the most, look, we can either change our priorities or we can change our words. Either of those are options there. But to stay the course, saying one thing and living another, it makes you not believable. That's just the way priorities show up. You're not believable. I'm sorry. I, 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 don't, I don't hate you. You're not believable. Your words and your actions have got to line up. So what do we do then? We decide which one represents the client the best. As a therapist, I would say, well, which one is it, Joe Biden? Do you believe that, you know, that going to Ukraine is truly more important than going to Palestine, Ohio? And if so, how come? As a therapist, I ask that kind of stuff all the time. And not because I want to like jump all over them and pass judgment. I do it because through that verbal expression, they can figure out which one is actually really representative of their moral character not mine, their own moral character. And they can understand why. And that insight is really important because the only way to make adjustments and do the growth and live more consistently is for them to identify first, which one is it? 
did I make a good decision or a bad decision? So we circle back to the Joe Biden and his administration. Here's my recommendation. As a therapist, these are kinds of recommendations that I would make to a person in this situation. Ask yourself if your actions represent your priorities. If they do, if the answer is yes, they do represent my priorities, then just explain yourself so that others can understand what those priorities are. Seems reasonable, right? Yeah, I mean, they don't have to like your explanation. And you represent the people. So giving an explanation is kind of like the least you could do. If the answer is no, then own it and apologize. Just own it and apologize. Like, honestly, the American people in general are very forgiving. We really truly are. Like, as a whole. I know there are pockets that are, you know, dangerous. There are pockets that are mean. There are po- Like, I get that. But as a whole, we are pretty forgiving if you own it. You got to own it, though. And apologize. And grow. And not repeat those mistakes. Because a real apology has a behavioral shift as well. It just, it, it, it's got to come with that. So there's a starting spot. Then I'd go on to get your butt to Palestine, Ohio. The people who, you know, some of those people voted for you. Some of them didn't, but you represent them regardless. Get your butt there because our people are hurting and suffering and in pain. And they could use a little bit of love and affection from the leader of our country. Seems like a reasonable request. So, Get your butt there. Figure it out. Look, at the end of the day, if the president says, I'm going to Palestine, Ohio, all of his people, the executive branch and all of his protection uh, you know, uh, uh, folks, they're, they're going to figure it out. They're going to find a way to make it happen. I get that there might be some danger in it. So what? Like, you represent the people Go be with the hurting people for a few minutes. You don't have to stay a week. You don't have to stay a full day. Just show up, give love and support, at least in the form of, you know, a time and, you know, your good words. And like, that is the least that we could expect. Let them know that our leaders are thinking about them. Now you could do it from a distance. I don't know that that's the best option, uh, but it's a, it's an option, but to ignore it, like that's, that's not okay. Explore your take on social justice that you and your administration, this would be a recommendation I would give to Joe Biden, the third one that I would give to him. Not in any particular order, of course. Explore your take on social justice that you and your administration talk so much about. At best, this is an incongruence that I can see. You talk about social justice. You talk about in, in, in taking care of the people in need the ones who have been uh, oppressed and put down. And if you're going to be a man of your word, if you're going to be an administration of your word, you really have to look at this because you are not prioritizing the needs of the people in Palestine, Ohio and surrounding areas. Yes, many of those people are going to lose everything. We may not be able to fix it, But to not even acknowledge it or to lightly acknowledge it and not show up 
you know, time, energy, and resources. I know the president has a limited time, a limited energy, and a limited resources. He's got a whole lot more resources than you and me, but it's still limited. He could at least give a little bit of his time and a little bit of his energy to let those people know that we are here. We are with you. We are not ignoring you. By the way, I showed you that in this podcast. I have limited time, energy, and resources too. But I paused and I acknowledged the pain and the suffering. Doesn't seem like a very complicated thing to to expect in terms of living out a priority when you're the elected president of the United States. You could explore your views on what crisis it would take to adjust your plans. Like if not a train derailment with all of this pollution and stuff, what would it take before you would adjust your plans? And instead of maybe doing some of these international affairs, say, you know what, Uh, I'm sorry, we're going to have to delay or postpone this because my people need me. And so, you know, you know, maybe I can come in a couple of weeks, a couple months, whatever. But right now, I'm just going to have to delay it because my people need me. What would it take for that to happen? We would explore that, right? Like, at what point is this crisis bigger than, than that crisis? This situation more important than that situation? And that hopefully would open up some, you know, some clarity in terms of what are the priorities? What are your priorities as the client? There's a chance that a a family member, like I said earlier, and a good friend are in different locations at the same time and they need you. They both need you and you can't go to both and you have to choose. You know, as you're going to one and calling the other, figure out a way to do the very best, but to do nothing is not a good option. This is, I want to be really clear, not a judgment as a therapist on Joe Biden or his administration. I told you from the beginning, I'm not judging it. I'm assessing it. There's a difference between an assessment and a judgment. I'm not saying I could do it better. I don't know. He's got information I don't have. I'm just one of the blind guys exploring the elephant. I'm telling you what it looks like from where I stand. As we all should do. So this isn't a judgment. It's an assessment. If mistakes were made, I'm not in a position to even understand all the different aspects So what I can do, though, is tell you what I see, tell you my experience as a therapist, having gone through this kind of stuff with many clients, that there are some areas that are worthy of your attention and your growth as an administration. Definitely. My hope also is that for those of you who aren't all political, that's fine. I like I like I said I'm not really a political podcast I'm a therapist What I would hope is that you see how these kinds of challenges and crises can be used to shape the growth I pointed at the areas where we can grow where the administration can grow where Joe Biden can grow and it's my hope that you as an individual 
see the growth opportunity that's in front of you. You have crises or challenges of your own, and all of them have the potential of setting you on a better course. You have to use them. You have to assess them. Get somebody else to help you assess them. Ask for feedback, but really, truly be open to it. The chances of Joe Biden hearing this podcast, practically zero. He's not going to hear this. His administration probably won't ever hear this. But you heard it. And you can do your personal growth. And you can participate, uh, excuse me, participate more in your civic responsibilities. You can show up to these politicians that are coming to your town. Like every small town, every big town, every big city, they all have politicians that come through. You can represent yourself better. You can do the growth so that the next time, because look, our world, our world has issues. There's going to be another opportunity to do a better job with a situation like what we're experiencing in Palestine, Ohio. There's going to be another opportunity. What you do today can influence whether that goes better or worse, whether we're represented better or worse. If we tell our politicians it doesn't matter that they didn't show up, then our values as a country is it doesn't really matter if our people are hurting. That's the values that we accept. So we don't have to be mean. We don't have to be disrespectful. I hope that you found a respectful podcast here today in which I challenged our culture, you as individuals, our political leaders, to do more, not less. And look, if you don't have resources, money, food supplies to send, just give a little bit of your time and a little bit of your energy. And let's see what kind of difference we can make. Go to your town council meeting. Go to your, your, your school board meeting. Go to the, uh, the, the county building and see what's on the agenda for today. And if something sparks you, go to it and be a citizen representing the citizens. You don't have to get paid to do it. If you just got a few minutes, you could go do it right now. Make the difference a little bit at a time. Shift our culture so that our leaders know that those people in Palestine, Ohio, and the surrounding areas, they matter. Their, their ability to have clean air matters. Clean water matters. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Take a look at the details of our podcast for links to our website and other helpful information.